Hello and welcome back to a new episode of A Woman in AI. My name is Kim Dressendorf and I'm a technical specialist for AI at IBM. For our interview today, I'm introducing someone very exciting. She was the Director of Innovation and Technical Transformation at Porsche and is now Managing Director at Deconium. She is also a board member for AI at Microsoft. Let's welcome Anja Hendel. Thank you so much for being here today and I'm very excited to speak to you. So why don't we just start it off right away and you tell us a little bit of like what, who you are and what you do. Thanks Kim, yeah, um, I'd love to. So um, thanks for having me. Um, it's always a pleasure to discuss about AI and um, all new technologies for me. So um, I studied computer science, um, yeah, more than 20 years ago, so <laughs> quite, a, quite a while ago. Um, and then started my career in, in a consultancy, which was quite exciting because then you get a great overview about um, what's going on in, in the world because I was uh, quite international uh, on quite international projects. So um, this was a great time for me and to learn more about um, different companies, different cultures, um, how to use technology and obviously a lot about transformation, what we now, now call digital transformation, but how people cope and, and handle with um, technologies and how they how they find their way to yeah to get through this changes which come with new technologies hopefully all for good but it's, it's still in the end still things are changing while we use them and so then i changed um, after six years of traveling a lot i thought it's a good idea to uh, settle a little bit more down and went um, and um, got a new job at a at a pharmaceutical wholesaler, and Deletio was the name. So it's um, at the moment um, the new name is McKesson Europe. So quite a big group because I was very interested in not only what happens through this exciting software implementation phases, but also um, what's going on afterwards. So what happens when all the consultants leave and the operational business starts, and and how is the organization working with with this, and how is this continuing? So I. Um, had also another six years. I'm a six years girl, it seems so, um, with, uh, with um, Celesio. Um, and then, um, yeah, I got the opportunity to to start at Porsche, which um, was not too much expected because I'm, I was not too much interested in the automotive industry. Um, but the job was great and uh, my, my boss was, uh, I thought, uh, I was excited to work with him, so I thought, yeah, why not? And uh, this was, I think, um, uh, yeah, one of the really good steps I took. So a little bit out of my comfort zone, automotive, no clue, and I had to, uh, no car for 10 years, so it was really something, everybody was laughing around me and said, uh, they didn't get you for the car, right, Anya? I mean, it was so, everybody was a little bit like, what, Anya is going to an automotive company? But this was really quite big, because if you change your job in a direction with a topic where you are not so so much interested in and not so much used to, um, you you have a look to a totally new world, new people, other mindsets, and you learn a lot. So this was really great, and I had a great uh, starting job. At, um, I started with portfolio management and strategy, so I could learn with the portfolio a lot about what's going on in the automotive industry, what are the challenges, why, because they where do they have to invest the money for it, uh, to get the right IT implementations done? And on the other side, I could I could bring in all my experience, which I had um, 
with all the other industries and companies um, and in the in the strategy part. Um, so after two years, I um, I started to work for one of the board members um, of um, of Porsche um, and supported him with the digital transformation, which was quite the right, right? I mean to to um, to see all the different things, not only the IT parts, but also the investments which you take when if you work with the venture force to build new companies and organizations, bring in all the innovation stuff and things like this. So this was also a, a great great time for of new experiences and, and very different perspectives on, on what transformation and what work with new technologies um, is about. Um, and then you, you told it in the beginning, I, um, I worked for innovation and digital transformation and also especially for the Porsche Digital Lab in, in Berlin, where we worked a lot with new technologies, where I did my biggest things in, in AI, but also um, in blockchain, we did a lot of things with IoT, right? Because it's also a lot of beauty in computing, combining all these new technologies and and bring them to good use cases, right? To to um, bring them in diverse teams and to make people understand uh, in the shop floor and, and wherever how to use these technologies and how they can add value because this is in the end what technology is all about. Um, to, to bring us a, a better life and um, to make our life easier and healthier and and better. Um, yeah, and in the beginning of the year, I got the opportunity to um, join the big transformation project within Volkswagen Group, um, the car software organization. They built a completely new software company and the way how to transform Volkswagen to a software company or more, bring more software aspects in their products. Um, and um, therefore, um, I joined Deconium, which is a 100% subsidiary of Volkswagen with lots of um, software developers, which I'm very happy um, yeah, to join the group because it's very, yeah, it's good to be back with the old development guys and, and girls and, and, uh, and work with them on, on developing great software products. I love that. What a career already. I'm like, I can't wait <laughs> to hear more about it. Um, if you look back and like how you, uh, like, did you ever imagine yourself as a little kid that this is going to be your career path? Was that your dream to become a managing director at one point? <laughs> I, no, I, obviously not. I had no clue. Uh, no, I mean, I was always very passionate about things and I was always, um, um, yeah, I love to do things and love to see how and understand things and and uh, and see how, how they go. So I think this is uh, maybe a part which I had and I, I was, um, yeah, and my parents supported me to go this way. But I think the... The, I was maybe 16 or 17 when I when I realized that um, computer science is maybe the thing for me. I mean, it was in the in the late 90s in in the end um, when um, when the internet came and we had all this internet coffee, cafes and we went there and I was very excited about this and uh, and uh, to get my first email address and to see what's going on and and have all the search machines and you could get so much information out of it. So I really liked this, and uh, the good thing was I, I am um, the, the school where I went to had um, and uh, had one class of computer science. So, so I um, I realized what computer science is about, and uh, and um, did some first um, 
development things and I really loved it because um, I was always very interested in in mathematics uh, but also in art it's a little bit about my history my mother is from a very mathematical um, part <laughs> so very much many people um, many engineers and things like this and my father is from a very um, arty side so um, artists and and lots of, lots of painting in the house and, and lots of um, yeah this stuff and for me this is what the beauty of of computer science is about it's an aspect which not too many people talk about frankly speaking but it's really that you can do a lot of nice things just with your notebook and and your and your mind in the end yeah and 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 develop things and worlds and um yeah quite easy and this is um what i loved about it and yeah it's a great aspect i think it's also something that just makes it so beautiful like the creativity you can create when you create new stuff and how um <clears throat> how creative you can be by yourself like bringing in your own imagination your own functionality and how you think things should work and that's absolutely beauty in data science and, it, and and it's so easy to test things right you can do a little prototype and then show it to somebody and they, they can test it and give you feedback and you can improve it it's not something which because I'm not so such a patient person also. So you can you can do a little thing and then give it somebody to for testing and get feedback and, and, and develop things. It's really, it's also very interactive thing, right? Uh, it's not that you have to do too much, um, but you can always work quite quickly with um, user feedback. You do not have an all creative processes. Sometimes you have to work for hours. If you write a book, you're, <laughs> I have to write a book for our, it's a nightmare for me, to, for, for months. And then you, and then you can, maybe the first people listen to it or things like this, but, um, but development, you can do some first, something quite quick and then see how that's, how it's going on. Send it to the internet and see who is using it. Yeah. <laughs> um, when you went to, when you decided to study business computing, was there like a special, specific um, part you had in mind just like okay I want to go I want to do business and computing or was there like a specific agenda behind it yeah I I am I, um, I studied business and compute uh, and computing so um, both I, I I think in the end because I was too um, yeah I was not um, convinced enough that I will make it with pure mathematics and, and, and computer science or, or computing so I thought, yeah, the business part is safe. That's something I can always learn, and I, I'm not limited in in understanding. Yeah. So maybe this was I was too shy, <laughs> and didn't believe too much in myself that um, I could go for more. But this is the journey, right? Um, and and I loved it because what I what I did is, I did it on a um, on a I did a dual. So I always started for for three months, and then for three months I went to, to a company, which was great for me because. Um, I, I told you already about the practical side, which I love. So it's not, it was not only about studying, but really working with people, understanding how the business side or the commercial side of this is done. Um, and this is something I really enjoyed a lot. That is amazing. It's something people sometimes forget, forget that it's not only about theory. Yes, you can learn everything in theory, but at the end, you got to have the business perspective and how to actually use it. So I yeah. think it's absolutely crucial to have it. Especially with these new technologies, they 
they grow so fast. If you if you just go to the theoretical part, you learn something which when you end when when your studies end in three, four, five years, all the languages which you especially in these days, right? At the moment we have we are on a more solid pace, but in, in this phase it was old fashioned what you learned in the first years when you uh, um, finalized your studies. So it was really good to have this practical part and this um, this more real business part and combined. Yeah. Yeah, I love that because like I remember because I also studied business computing and I didn't even know AI exists. I had no idea and nothing was covered anywhere in any of these lessons. So when I like kind of started with IBM, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> this is so cool. Like how, yeah. how is this the first time ever hearing about it? And that's kind of tough, that's, basically, yeah. That's interesting. When, when I started, we I worked for a small, today we would say startup. Um, in the in this days it was uh, it was the dot com um uh, phase right it was just a small company um which was quite young so, but but the word startup did not uh, really exist um and they did um computer telephony integration so we also developed um we also developed uh, call centers and there was a lot of an ai uh, there because they had a lot of um already um we, we worked a lot with 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 voices but I didn't get too deep in this, right? It was just something, something I saw. And it's really impressive to see how much there 20 years ago was still there or was already there. Um, and that we didn't, that it didn't went faster, right? In this area, because uh, when I, we could already talk to machines 20 years ago in a quite okay way, um, but it's still not, here, here yet, right? Uh, 20 years later, that we do it quite natural, totally integrated. It gets better now with um, products like uh, Echo or Alexa or whatever, or Siri, but um, but we are still in the beginning. It's, uh, it's not that uh, we, are, we are talking to machines um, like the most natural thing in the world. Absolutely true. I mean, if you think about the history of AI and content mining, basically, right? It started in the 80s. Like the first tools got developed in the 80s. And sure, yeah. it took it took like till the end of the 90s almost till like deep learning kind of became a thing and like the the chess deep blue got developed and all these kind of parts. So, yeah. but then it still took another 10 years or like almost 15 years that we kind of came up with a service which you, or like became like, a, we came to that state where we use it or, it's, or like it became a name basically like it's yeah. actually like okay now we have for example ibm watson now we have like special things with microsoft and uh, um, um, uh, amazon and like we have all these things but it took so long <laughs> we're talking about yeah. 30 years yeah i mean uh, it's really interesting you can there's a nice thing that you can see when when this ai technology is a hype and and and, and when it was in we call it ai winter right the places where nobody where we thought okay we came to a limit and we, we cannot go on a, a anymore and you see it in the movies at the moment there are a lot of movies about ai and also in the, in the early days there were a lot of movies about AI, right, right hall and, and how they are all of their called and um because then everybody was excited about what's going on and what's coming, but then you have, and then, but they, then the technology came to a point where they thought, okay, there's a limitation, we cannot improve it. Yeah, something is stopping. And then you have a winter, nobody cares about it. And, and um, the focus got, get lost and people are not so much interested in it. And then this technology start to, yeah, uh, 
stop improving, I would say. And uh, it's very interesting. If you have a look to, if you Google AI movies, you can see when, when it's a hype and when we have a winter. <laughs> In the moment, the we have winter. no AI winter. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. AI is uh, hot at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, everyone's talking about it. And basically, the trend is no business will survive without AI. So there's um, a lot of changes basically happen. If, if you think about yourself, what do you think AI is like? What is the beauty and the most fun about AI for yourself? Um, I think it, it's, um, it's about like um, all new technologies or old technologies. I think the good thing is that, that they can make our life better and, uh, and can improve the way we, we live and, uh, and how, um, how our daily work and, and, uh, and things are going on. And I think AI is a big step in, in bringing, for example, more safety in things. I mean, I, I told you I work for the automotive industry. And if you have a look to, I mean, the big thing is autonomous driving, right? Um, and people are a lot discussing about when it's coming and how, but what they, what they do probably underestimate is the way to go there. And we put a lot of AI in the cars and with a lot of, I would accidents um, and in the end to make uh, us as a driver or a passenger in a car safer and also to make the surrounding of a car safer and um, mm -hmm. and this is for me the most important step right it's not only about um having all these cars where nobody needs to drive anymore it's, it's in priority one is um is safety um i'm not sure if you're aware but um more than one million people are dying every year due to to accidents, car accidents. And this is a, such a huge number. I mean, every and AI and the new technologies can support us to bring this number down. And I think this is um, for one little example from, from um, the way I work at the moment a lot uh, um, to bring, yeah, to make our lives better and safer and uh, bring more, more safety in our lives. That's absolutely amazing. And I mean, like, that's, that's something where I always kind of struggle with people who are so against AI, because they don't understand how useful it might be. Because a lot of times, it's probably the same for you when you come into client meetings, and you say, like, it's not that good, like, we don't need it, it won't improve anything from our side. But then you probably have like the problem with the, with the ethics and like, okay, when is a machine deciding how? But the, like exactly what you just mentioned is the key, like 1 million people dying. Just imagine how much more can be saved if we actually implement a useful AI in it. Yeah. And I think uh, my experience is that it's also a lot about education, what you realize when you go to your clients, because I think we have, yeah, unfortunately, we have very limited knowledge about technologies and uh, and. Um, software and IT and how, how these new technologies are working in our um, in our society because we, we are lacking educationists for in all ages uh, in, on all levels and in all sides people are not too much interested in technologies uh, but more about about rumors or the science fiction stuff I mean there was a there was a great thing where people were asked um, what what they first think about when they um, when they listen when they hear um, AI so what is their first association um, and I think it was uh, the Terminator I mean uh, thinking about it, it's the first thing what what people think about when they when they uh, hear the word AI which is um, yeah which shows us how 
how far away the technologies are. And I mean, in the end, everybody who's using his, his phone every day is using AI because all the root optimization, lots of little tiny things which optimize our lives and are working in the way they, they work due to AI. Um, and, um, and I think we should talk and educate people more about what is the added value and that it's not about the Terminator or um, other science fiction heroes. Um, but that, that this is not the thing why we work on it. It's it's because of these little tiny steps which make our life better. How do you or how how do you think schools kind of need to improve basically this topic? Because this comes down to having kids learn about it, use it, like build their own little robot, for example, or build their own little website to just like figure out how it actually works. Um, what do you think needs to happen that that we come to that stage there that everybody's educated on the same level about AI and technology. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm convinced that we need to have it have um, more technology topics in, in school on a very early age, I would recommend. Because um we teach children a lot of stuff like art and how to write and how to count. Um, and technology is getting a more more and more um important topic in our life so it's it's super important that uh, that we educate children more in how to handle this this is for me uh, something very basic and i know that there's a lot of discussion about this because yeah do children need to um know how to program stuff and and do we need all programmers or software developers all over the place and in the in the beginning, I was always like, no, of course not. But I'm changing my mind. I I would say yes. I think it's something like um, that I have to learn grammatics, uh, um, in school when I when I um, or I have to learn the basic um, way of counting. And I can also use a calculator for this, but I have to learn it. I mean, it, it's just the basic knowledge. You also um, learn about physics or biology, and not everybody is getting. Uh, is is um, deep diving this in his later or her later career <laughs> in this areas? Um, it's just I think it's it's a basic topic of education which everybody needs. And if you have a look to to other countries, for example, um, China, um, they have have um, AI, not technology, AI books uh, for children in preschool. Um, so children are getting. AI education when they are very tiny and and you notice children pick up very fast they learn um, languages very quickly so it's good to teach them also to how to use technologies quite quickly because this will be a more and more essential part of their lives absolutely agree and i think like if if just like think about like what are the what devices are kids using it's like they use there's a statistic like 5 hours a day their phone so literally are confronted with technology the whole, like almost every day. So like, why shouldn't you learn about it and get educated on how to actually use your phone and what comes with it? What do you actually install yeah, on it? Exactly. And they, I mean, I think this is the way why, why people are so critic, 
people about it because I mean I think they are using the phone but in a way I wouldn't recommend a, a child and also not an adult to to use it and yeah I'm also not perfect I'm also using it too much for the wrong things for all the social media stuff and, and things like this I mean uh, we all know this this triggers us with an addiction and that we waste a lot of time in in in, in this um in this area, which is also not good, but this is also what education is about, to understand um, what is, how, how you can use a technology for good, to, uh, to, for your life and for your education and for, yeah, for, for a good way and how to use technology for not so good. I mean, this is, this is uh, with all tools, right? Um, technology can be a tool or a weapon. It's the way how we use it and it's not, um, not, um, yeah, the fault of technology, but it's really how, how we use it. And this is about that we have to, we need to have more education about how to use technology for good and how to use technology for not that good. Yeah. And figure out like where goes your data. Like what happens when you, yeah, exactly. it, right? Like what do you do when you sign up your email? Like what actually happens behind it? Where does it go? Because there's, like I even see it with my little sister. It's such a difference. While I was like the one, okay, how does it actually work? She's like, oh, why doesn't it work better? So it's already like that kind of generation gap and kind of that way of how to use it at the end. So massive difference. And just as, as long as the sign up for, for like an app or something is easy, I'm going to use it. Like nobody's questioning WhatsApp, for example, right? No, everybody's using it, sharing their pictures and all that stuff. But then you have massive discussions with a Corona tracking app which like there's just literally the lack of information education which would be completely different if people actually would know oh that's what happens <laughs> exactly yeah and 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 it's not right i mean i think the corona app is, is a great example i mean people are using um yeah let's let's name this uh, dangerous tools which you all use <laughs> like whatsapp facebook and things like this where you give a lot of personal information away and which is okay, but, but you should be aware. And the Corona app is, is made in a very social, very good, really data protecting way. It's, it's really, I mean, technology is never perfect, nor am we, right? Um, but um, but it's, it's made in a very good way. Um, but people are not using it because, um, yeah. I'm not sure because may, maybe letter, lack of info. I think I, I can say it again, and again. Um, yeah. Maybe because they, nobody is convincing them um, that it's good, and they they hear that it's not so good, and maybe we should put more gamification stuff in the Corona app um, to make them better addicted, like they are from from all the other social media stuff. Right. Um, um, and then they would all love it and, and, and download it. <laughs> well, that brings you to the topic, social media overall. I mean, um, the, the movie, The Social Dilemma is kind of something really big. And when I watched it, it was more like, holy moly, like there's a lot coming just from one thing and how it basically influences our daily life worldwide, like literally worldwide. And it all happened in yeah. 10 years. It's absolutely fascinating how um, it had an impact on how we see ourselves and also society and also how news can kind of stretch. I mean, I count myself like, yeah, I'm on the platforms. I haven't figured out TikTok yet because I, I think I'm just like, I'm out of that range. I haven't found it out. But I have to say, like, I'm constantly on Instagram because it's like, yeah, 
it's nice to see what your friends yeah, it's very nice, also get into something like, ooh, what are other people around the world doing? <laughs> like a comparison, basically, which is definitely like, sure. not healthy. Yeah, it, 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 you're totally right. And um, I mean, um, it also shows a, a lot. And I think Instagram is there, the, not the biggest, um, the most dangerous part in, in the game, but um, it also shows us about the way how we build up our bubbles and how different communication can be. If we, if we are only in the right bubble, um, then we get only kind of, yeah, kind of communication which we like and which we are interested in and we do not see all the other parts, which is in the end also not too bad because we do this also in real life, right? We, we meet people and friends who are also with the same mindset, which brings us up to the part how, how important it is to have have um, kind of neutral newspapers and, and, and TV, which shows us all the other parts too, because otherwise we would just stay in our, our bubbles. So the, what social media does is it, it represents also our surrounding, how we would love to have it. And this is something we also need to understand and learn that, it, that the world is not like our bubble in our real life and also not like our bubble in our social media life. Life is yeah more diverse than what we what we see and this is in the end a part which i also like a lot about ai i mean all the discussion you you um you mentioned in the beginning about ethics and things like this and and um and if uh, people if uh, are treated in the same way and, and 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 things like this i think i really like this um discussion and reflection because it shows us that we do not have all this one view which is right or wrong and technology is just showing us um, what we do in our data in a very, yes. in a very clean and neutral way, without uh, any personal interest, but just using um, using our data. And then we realize that there are not enough women, or people of color, or um, people who live in in poverty, or, or, or whatever. I mean, and this um, brings us to the point that we need to work with this and and ask new questions, which we did not ask before. The same about ethics, right? I mean, this example is who who should be involved in the accident if the car cannot uh, cannot um, stop um, early enough. This is a discussion we need, we never had before because we we didn't have had um, the, the technical technical possibilities to do this. So technology brings us to new levels and new discussions because we can do this for the first time. We, yeah. we did not have to think about things like this before because we did not do this. And I think this is a part where social media came in the game. Uh, we, we, we started something uh, and now we are there. And even the people uh, in, the, in the movie Social Dilemma showed who started to build this didn't realize what what they are doing, and it's not all for bad. It's a lot what what can be done in social media is for good, but there are downsides, and we have to be aware about them and and work with them. I love that, especially like the the part you mentioned with like getting from your bubble bubble out of it, like realize there is diversity and there is a problem with the data we have. Like the, the system isn't deciding. It's actually like just based on the data. <laughs> There's a staff put. And that's that's basically something we need to talk about because it brings you out of your comfort zone because it is an un, like a not nice topic because it, it's not 
it's not easy to talk about because there are many, many problems. And especially when you talk about the topic diversity and how, for example, let's talk about the female role, like how women are portrayed in, let's say movies, for example, like it's always the, just like out of expectation, like not out of reality. So you always have like the perfect mom, the perfect businesswoman, the perfect body, the perfect hair. And just, it's just like stuff like people think this is what's happening. This is the real. And this is so hard, especially like talking about, okay, finding a female role model who is just like, like you and like you can have a connection to that person because the, the, how we got portrayed and especially in social media is just like not based on reality. And I think that is a massive problem we have and we finally are talking about it. And I mean, like, I don't know, for example, like LinkedIn is a great platform for that because lately I see more and more like, um, post of colleagues women who are saying like this is what people write me in my chat that's just not not okay like it's highly controversial it's basically flirting on a business level which is it shouldn't happen and we shouldn't like basically like have to deal with this and i'm i'm like kind of happy that we reached that point with with movements with like talking about it being open about it to create a platform where we can also share what actually happened and like give the female like technical specialists or whatever the chance to like to like feel comfortable with it it's uh, thankfully a lot of changing but it has a, like it needs a lot of changing still because i feel like when you think about a role model and like for example why i used why i started this woman in ai platform it's like i want to showcase women like you like hey this is what i do this is what i see this is what i kind of want to achieve and that's where i am right now so if you have interest, like follow me along on my journey. I am more than happy to share. So it's kind of like yeah. different, yeah. And we need more role models, right? Because um, we discussed in the beginning. So um, how do you get? Um, yeah, how? Where do you learn? What What is the, the job of your dreams or the job you want to work in? It's based on your surrounding. If you don't see these people or don't understand that there are jobs like this um then you will, would never start to work uh, to start your your journey to to get there and so i think this is this is very important um, and it gets it gets more and more difficult right because many of our jobs look all the same we all sit in now in our home office uh, in front of little notebooks and uh, um, are talking and 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 typing emails and it looks all the same. So I think we we need, especially for children and 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 young adults, to show more what we do, to show more um, how they how they can yeah involve themselves um, for getting great uh, yeah for shaping the future in a great way. I would say because I think this is what what we all should do and this is a lot about and showing what you do it's a lot about working with yourself uh, and your personality because it's uh, the diversity part which i mentioned i think it's very important to understand that um, in a in the world which is getting more and more complex it's not only about me it's always about teams it's also always about people who have another view who, who have another bring other aspects in my work and it's much about doing things together than just this one person um, which is doing everything perfect in the right way. This is not where we are. It's a lot about exchanging and working together on, yeah, uh, creating great solutions with all this beautiful technology.
Love that. It's like a, 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 a like empathy, like be aware, like people have different opinions, people have different backgrounds. And that at the end brings, if you bring that all together, you're going to have an amazing world cu work culture and have so much more fun because you're open-minded and you're open to like learn new stuff and basically like, like grow in your own personality as well. So absolutely yeah. love that. If you, um, just imagine someone like a little girl is li like listening to your interview right now and she, she needs some like advice basically like in how to, for example, like, or like get more confidence or find a role in the tech area. What advice would you give her? I mean, first of all, it's good to, when you start, uh, you started because I think if you want to shape the future, which you also a little bit interested in, you need to understand technology. And this is probably the beginning. Um, start to learn more about it. Go to this social media platforms, for example, um, but um, do it for good. Um, have a look to people who, who, for example, Twitter a lot about technologies and, and, uh, and, uh, and see what is going on. Follow these people. Have a look and get into a conversation with them. Um, and in the end, um, try to uh, try to um, do do a lot in your studies um, um, about this technology stuff and try to understand um, the basics of how technologies are built and and how how they go on and then find the spot what you where you are most interested in uh, and there are so many different areas right and. I'm at the moment stuck in mobility and I love it because it's a, it's a very interesting field. But there are so many great fields in healthcare, um, yeah, in, in, all, in the whole food industry, right? I mean, this, uh, this is all about technology. I mean, the, I had a, a few weeks ago a, a beautiful dinner um, about um, the future of food. And uh, she, she told us that even the food which we know today is in the end very much based on the technology because the banana did look quite different uh, hundreds and thousands of years ago. It's how we cultivated it. And that's in the end also the way how um, how we developed um, these things for optimizing us to get, um, yeah, to get food for everybody. So um, I think there's so many different fields. I mean, um, technology is not just for this nerdy people in front of their, PCs uh, who, who want to develop um, um, software programs, but it's really about um, healthcare, it's about um, education. It, it, you have it in all areas, so it's um, it's, a, it's a starting point. It's not, uh, it's, and from there you can find what, what your special interests are. Uh, what is the best advice you ever gotten? Oh, this is a this is a tough question because I get so many good ad good advice that I think it's very much about. Um, I, I think it's it's very much about where you, in which phase you are. But um, what what happened a lot, and maybe this is something very good. When I when I started to study my first semester, I was not really good. I had um, I had a bad start because I had a um, yeah. It was just I was good. I was quite okay in school, and then uh, the first semester was horrible. I, I had not so good grades, and and uh, obviously I was a little bit afraid of about telling the people from the company where I started to study to show them, oh my God, you you took me, um, and I I thought I disappointed you, and and um, look what I've done, and 
what what they said is um how can we help you to improve so they didn't they didn't judge they they was just supportive and said okay this 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 happened but how can what can we do to support you to to improve and maybe this is the best advice um which i got because they didn't get me gave me this advice but i learned so much about it because if somebody is not not um fulfilling what 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 was expected ask first how you can to help to bring this person there and not just push and uh, and, uh, and and challenge it more because it's not as this person wanted to do this it's it's more about um helping people to develop than judging and pushing them that was beautiful i love that i want to keep that in mind i think that's absolutely amazing because it's a, it's like yeah it just literally concludes whatever you're working on you can never be perfect in one area it's like no chance you need help from others and like that they gave you this kind of like confidence to like ask okay. and be able to like talk open about hey there's an issue because i just like don't know what i have to do right now is absolutely beautiful and something yeah. people need to actually talk more about they gave me kind of a comfort zone out of my comfort zone, right? Something went went wrong, but they gave me a comfort zone and to, told me it's okay not to be okay. It's okay that that you that it didn't work in the way you you expected it or you wanted it uh, to have it. Um, and this is quite important because if you have this, if you feel on a safe space, then you have you get the ability to grow and 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 to develop yourself if you just push 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 people get afraid and 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 this is never not a way where they can grow if you are afraid you cannot grow right and you are in panic mode and are not in the way that you can um yeah that Allow you find a good way out of it allowing people to fail like that it's okay like it's just like it's a normal thing and you only learn from your mistakes but if you just like there's no chance you don't make mistakes like it's okay and i think that's so important in, in a work culture especially that like managers and all that kind of stuff um give the employees the chance to like hey you can learn all good <laughs> but yeah just communicate and like like have that the safe net basically that failure is okay totally right yeah okay i have one more question for you <laughs> this is basically like okay what's your favorite app on your phone oh this is also um interesting well maybe it's it's, it's maybe it's quite uh i'm i have two answers i think it's twitter maybe because i, I love twitter i um I love exchange and I'm very much interested in content and 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 Instagram is nice about uh, pictures and things like this and to open your mind and uh, just have a look. Um, but Twitter is about uh, content and, and networking. This is what I what I like a lot. And maybe um, yeah, the second favorite is also just the call button, right? To call somebody to get in transaction uh, with some somebody. Um, is also what what i think what this device is originally made for <laughs> which many people do not use too much yeah but uh, yeah i think twitter is quite a nice app uh, 
not a more, not a very exciting one, but uh, I think it's a, it's an app I really like to use. I love that. Thank you so much. Um, where can people reach you the best if they have any more questions? <laughs> yeah, uh, obviously on Twitter. <laughs> no, but also you can. Uh, I'm. I think I'm on the most networks: LinkedIn, Twitter. Um, um, I'm quite um, regularly, and on the other side, you can also send me a mail at anja.handel@deconium.com. My email address, and um, I'm very interested uh, in all kinds of dis um, discussions and conversations about new technologies and especially AI. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for coming here and having an interview with us today. Um, I wish you a really beautiful rest of the day and hope to speak to you soon. Thank you so much. Thanks. Mm -hmm.